Welcome to the Salon Owners Collective podcast. Each week on the podcast, you'll hear stories and tactics from experts and influencers who will provide you with actionable steps to transform your business and your life. I'm your host, Larissa McClemon, and I help salon owners move from stress and overwhelm to lead a life of freedom and profit by implementing a strategic framework to grow and scale their business. So wherever you are in the world, I want to officially invite you to join me in this episode and make an important step in your journey towards more freedom and more profit. Are you worried at any given moment? that your team may leave and you struggle to replace them, like every time that you find a new team member or put an ad out there into the world, it never seems to work. You feel like no one wants to work for you. I'm going to take you through the five mistakes you're making when hiring, because I know that you worry that you can't find team members to replace the old ones. Why do you think we can't find people when we advertise? It can feel like no one wants to work for me. (laughs) Uh, And it can leave you feeling a little bit scared of being judged. Do you ever feel like this when you're posting and sharing your advertising that you're, you're actually scared to post it and share it and put it out there into the world? You worry that people will judge you and that they'll judge you that you can't retain team members or maybe they'll judge you that you're a weak employer. There's this mindset that I don't want to look desperate and I think it holds you back. So I'm offering you an opportunity to reframe this. What if you were employing because you were growing, because you needed more great people in your business? So I think this is an opportunity to shift and reframe and celebrate when you need to bring new people into your team. Shout it out from the rooftops. The problem is though, that if we just watch everybody else, all the salons around us in our local area or across the field, uh, and we watch others' socials, then we can fall into the trap of all doing the same. We look the same, we do the same images, we do the same words, we, we put the sticker on that says we're hiring, and we just become same, 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 different salons. My question to you is, how do we even know it's working for them? And then we're just copying somebody else, somebody else's mistake. I know it feels like everybody's looking right now. And if I'm honest, I actually don't think this is any different from any other year. Like even years ago, when I opened my salon, this was a challenge for me. I do think now social media is just making it more obvious and more public when people are looking. And so it's easy for us to feel judged because we are looking within the industry and we see it a lot. And my challenge to you is that we're using the same image, the same words, the same style of approach, and we're getting uh, the same result. Or do we even know that that is working? Well, we kind of know it's not working and we don't stand out from everybody else. Same, same different salon. The challenges, of course, is that if we're doing the same thing over and over again and expecting a different result, well, what did Albert Einstein say? He said, insanity is doing the same thing over and over and expecting a different result. The problem is that it leaves us feeling fine, I'm fine. (laughs) But fine actually stands for, F stands for freaked out, 
I stands for insecure, N stands for neurotic just a little bit, and E stands for emotional. And it leaves us kind of feeling in this space of this constant revolving door. We're two steps forward in the growth of our business and we take two steps back. And this is tricky, a revolving door, it's exhausting. And we feel like we're constantly on tender hooks. Like, have you ever felt like this? Like you feel like you're held hostage in your own business. Somebody leaves and you've got to move the clients to somebody uh, and then you get stuck doing all the clients going back on the floor and it leaves you feeling like I can't maneuver the business as needed. I'm fearful that I can't replace the people if they leave. And it puts us in this tricky position where they demand a lot. And I don't think it's fair. Do you know, it's hard to find people that are a good fit. It's easy to employ the wrong fit, the wrong fit person because we're desperate for anybody. But if we feel that we're held hostage inside of our business because there's a power shift, team members know that they can get a, go and get a job anywhere, they can demand a lot, and it leaves us feeling stuck and hard to move the, maneuver the business as we need to to make good business decisions. I think it's easy for us to think that the problem is out there. This is an industry problem. There are no hairdressers out there. There are no beauty therapists out there. And we blame the industry. And we think that everybody else has all of the team and there's none left for me. But I'm telling you, I don't think that's the case. I don't think we should be shouting out going, why does nobody want to work for me? This is not the way. So the question is, how do we make them beg to work for us? How do we make them beg to work for me? You need to be fully staffed. You want happy, productive people who pay their way, that are profitable for the business and that they earn a lot and that they're successful in their career. You want team members who love their clients. They love the industry. They, they love your brand and what you do. And you want to be able to grow people who stay the course, who want to build a career pathway with you. You want to have applicants who want to work for you, for your brand. So we're really looking to create a queue of people wanting and desperate to work for us. Because for us, as the salon CEO, as the business owner, we need to step off the emotional roller coaster that is recruitment. So we can grow our team and thus grow the business. So I wonder which one of those resonated with you? Which one have you felt uh, in your recruitment time or being held hostage in the business or feeling like nobody wants to work for you or copying everybody else down the road and hoping it's going to work for you. <laughs> the trick is that we need to do things differently. We need to be different. We need to think different. We need to employ different. We need to think about recruitment 2.0 for 2022 into 23 and beyond. We need to look at things differently. And when we nail it, when we nail 2.0 and a new way of doing things, we can reach new heights of business growth. And when we overcome the challenges by reinventing the system, the one that's not working right now and finding one that works by today's standard, like we're in 2022 after all. And if we can do that, then we can rise bigger and larger than the industry problem. Like this is your challenge. This is the challenge I laid down for you. This might be an industry problem, maybe. But let's not fall victim to it. I think together we can rise to another level and create a different pathway 
for your brand. There are salons out there that are full of team members. Team members are moving all of the time. People are starting apprenticeships, but hey, okay, maybe they're not finishing them enough as we could, should, would. Someone's doing it right though, so why not you? What can you do in your little neck of the woods to overcome this problem? When we can find your solution and you can solve your problem in your neck of the woods by doing things differently, then you help raise the industry. You help raise the problem that we're facing. So if we need to do things differently, strategies make, that make us, us the ones that people want to work for, then the question is, well, so how do we make them beg to work for us? Let's step through this now. Problem number one is that we all look the same. We're trying to copy each other. We look the same, the advertising the same, the strategies are the same. And instead, we need to really focus on how we can stand out. How can we stand out and do things differently from everybody else? How do we help the potential employee want to work for us? Um, we need to stand out and do different. We need to walk away from same, same, different salon. Hello, just me popping into this episode with a little message. If you want help implementing a strategy to help build and grow your team, then let's connect. Become the CEO you know is inside of you and know life is for living, not slaving. If you're committed to leveling up your business, maybe you've thought about working with me, but you're just not sure, then let me tell you who I work with. Maybe we're a match. I work with a certain type of salon owner, a salon or spa owner looking to make a huge leap forward. You have a team of four or seven or more and are already smashing seven to eight K a week or more. I help salon owners prepare and get to $19,000 a week. That's a million dollar business. If you're more than ready to step up and become a real CEO of your business, rather than just another day fully booked on the floor and the business just becomes overwhelming and stressful, you know you want to grow a team and a sustainable business that's not centered all around you, a successful, predictable, profitable business that works without you. Not that you don't have to drive it, but it's not dependent upon you. You're willing to be open, coachable, put the right strategic systems in your business, you're a massive action taker. In 60 days from now, things could be completely different. A year from now, life and business could be better than you ever imagined. If you want to have a chat, see if we're a fit and Salon Mastery is right for you, then DM me. Let's talk. Or you can find Salon Mastery application on www.salonownerscollective.com. Fill out the application. I'll get it. Have a look through it. Keen to find out more about you and your business. All right, for now, let's go back to the episode. So we need to be intentionally super attractive to the people that might that we might want to employ. So my question to you is like, where's the personality? Where's the flair? How do we, we want to make them big to work for us. So my question is, do they even know that your brand exists? Do they know what your brand stands for? why you're in business, who the heck are you anyway? Have they even heard of you? I need to create a little bit of FOMO, be attractive. Just like when we're dating, <laughs> we put on our best clothes and our, our favorite perfume and lipstick. What makes you 
a great person to date slash work. I'm really talking about work. What makes your brand a good place to work? What makes your brand worth working for? You want to be that brand that people want to work for. And I think in, we need to switch it up. Um, the way that we're advertising, it's not 1999 anymore. It's 2022. And it's not about us anymore. It's not about who we want, how we want them to be, and what qualifications and the things that they must have. That way of advertising is over. This is a new generation of people in our industry. This is a new generation that post-COVID, the world has changed. And this is the pool of people that you have to recruit from. So how are we catering to their wants and their needs and their desires, not only now, but for the future? We need to prepare for what's coming, for what's next. We need to future-proof and look into the future. I think when we advertise, we're still trying to make it all about us, our needs and what we need. And when we think about the language, I want to talk about our advertising language and the way that we're presenting ourselves to the world. I too often see we are hiring, we need a qualified, we need a full-time, uh, we uh, must, you must be this and you must be that if you want to work here. We're hiring, we, we are looking for, we, 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 and we, we all over ourselves. And the thing is, if uh, we're an unknown brand um, and you're just posting the same as everybody else, then the we are looking type of advertising just becomes scroll pastable. People just keep on scrolling and keep searching. And then they don't, at this particular moment in time, they don't care about you or what you need, not yet anyway, they care about what's in it for them. And it's called WIFM, what's in it for me? And we need to tap into the WIFM, what's in it for them? Make it about them, um, not what's in it for you. This is not how we be attractive in 2022. I think it's really time to level up our brand. And if we want to move away from nobody applying to, oh my God, you are, your brand is everywhere I turn to. You've got everything that I need. And it's obvious to your potential employee that you have everything that they want. Then we've turned the tables. This, this is how we become what I would call an employer's brand, an employer brand, a brand that is focused on becoming an employer brand. So what is an employer brand? an employer brand. Your brand is only as strong as what people say about you when you're not there. The strength of your brand reputation is really based on the conversations that happen in places like barbecues, the social neighborhood barbecue, or when people are out and about being social. This is the baseline of your employer brand status. So let's be intentional about who you are as an employer, as an employer brand, because what people say about you when you are not there and how you are perceived in the industry or in the marketplace or in the community about how you treat your people, the opportunities that you give them and the enjoyment and satisfaction, or even the length of time that people stay with you, this is the employer brand, this is your employer brand status. 
So let's be a little bit intentional about who you are as an employer brand. And are you ready to level up and become an employer brand? So I have created a guide, a checklist, if you will, that is really going to help you with these five mistakes that you're making and why nobody wants to work for you and what you can do about it to help you become an employer brand. So let's talk about it. Let's talk about the mistake that you're making is that your team's vibe and tribe is not clearly defined. Did you know that your potential team member is looking for her or his tribe, a place where they feel like they can fit and belong? Are you their kind of people? What type of vibe does your team have? What kind of personality does your brand have? How would you describe your culture in your business? And is this known? This is the question. People are looking for their vibe, their tribe, and their place, their place to settle. And is this known? Can you tell, can you tell this from a quick glance at your socials or your digital presence? Does your branding and your communication strategy clearly target your ideal employee? So I believe that your marketing needs to speak directly to your ideal employee and what she wants. When a potential team member is scrolling on their phone or looking for a new place to work, that she's more interested in what you can do for her. So are you presenting that? I think one of the biggest mistakes that I see salons and spas make is that they don't have a clearly defined, uh, clearly defined or communicated vibe around the people. With potential team members who are, you know they're stalking your socials. You know they will. And they will be looking for personalities and connection and make sure that, I think you need to make sure you've communicated that in spades. So I want you to have a think about clearly defining your salon's vibe and tribe and how you are communicating that and showing your personality to your potential team members. Now, in the five mistakes guide, I've created a little checklist there and space for you to come along this journey with me. So have a think now about clearly defining your salon's vibe and tribe. And let's move on to the next thing that I think you're missing is when it comes to hiring is that you don't have a clear mission and vision. You need to have a clear mission and vision that your team knows, loves, eats, sleeps and breathes. People, especially this generation, especially post COVID, like COVID, this was coming anyway, but COVID has sped this up. People want to belong to something that's bigger than themselves, have a sense of belonging to a community, a friendship, and belonging to something that means something more than just a job, more than just being a stylist, more than just being a therapist, more than just being a job that pays me. Um, people want to feel secure from a way of doing things at work, a proven way that works, a step-by-step -step methodology, this gives us trust that this business, this employer knows what they're doing and how they're doing business. This makes us feel safe as an employee. This generation of employees, uh, stylists and therapists need a really clear direction, purpose, vision for the future. They wanna know your brand is going somewhere and that you stand for something worthwhile. And if you want to be a brand that stands out from all the others, then you need to not only be clear about what you're in business for, but share it with your potential 
people, your community. Remember, you won't know, people won't know about this unless you communicate it. They can't know what's happening behind closed door, closed doors. And when you're advertising for team members, you need to give them a snapshot look inside your window. If you're not talking about your business, nobody else will be. It's your responsibility to do that. You want your team to be able to shout it from the rooftops. Why are churches so popular? Why has the church as an institution lasted well over 2,000 years? For thousands of years, people have followed the teachings of the church because there's a really clear step-by-step vision, mission, and methodology around what it means, and people will love to be part of that. Give them something to follow. I think one of the other mistakes that we make in this industry is that we think about employing our team like a business expense, like it's going to cost us to employ somebody, not an investment. When you're looking for employees, we've got to stop looking for people who bring their own clientele or people that are going to come into our brand and build their own clientele. What I think we really should be doing is making sure that we have a marketing strategy that attracts awesome clients into your brand that your team can then serve. It's our responsibility to attract clients into our brand. It's their responsibility to keep them. And it's up to us to lead our team, to train our team on how to serve and sell to our sell on brand clients. Otherwise, we're going to build a business like a bit of a, you know, like a house of cards. Do you know, when somebody leaves, we take one card out and the whole business falls down and they take your clients with them. I think this is a risky business model. We can't rely on that anymore. That is a, dare I say, that's a lazy business model. So instead, we need to attract, attract great team members into your brand that are open and willing to grow with you. I think it's much more important to ensure that we recruit moldable, teachable good learners who take direction are keen to grow rather than somebody that has years of experience, has their own clientele, has their way of doing things, my clients, what am I getting paid? Where's my piece of the pie? And then if we can get the great people who are ready to grow and serve our brand clients, then we can train them so well that they grow into our dream employees, right? Remember, I want you to remember this, diamonds are made, not born. This is our opportunity. All right, I want to talk about career pathways because I think another common mistake is when we're looking for team members is that we don't communicate a clear pathway for our team to grow. So we've captured them um, and we're recruiting for people to come into our business, but we, if we don't communicate a clear career pathway for your team to grow and develop and have a successful career, then... Then they, then they don't know what's next. If we focus on what the hourly rate is that, they was, that they're starting on, rather than where they could end up, where you could lead them and, and where you could grow them to, then I think we're making a mistake here. They need a compelling step-by-step -step pathway to financial and career success. And then you need to communicate that. One of the things that's going to set you apart from all the other salons close by is an amazing career opportunities that your team members can have when they choose to come and work for you. If we too focus too much on you're going to get $25 an hour and too fo too focus too much on the right here and now, where we're starting them rather than where we can take them, just like selling your amazing services to your 
clients when you're marketing, we need to sell your working conditions and career development opportunities to your potential team members, right? They're looking for somewhere that they won't just be another stylist. They want to work for somewhere that's going to give them a chance to grow and develop. So have a think about some of the amazing career opportunities that you have for offering your business. Instead of demanding that they must have the skills and the qualifications, invest your marketing efforts in showing them how amazingly they will perform and grow and what amazing career opportunities they have inside your salon. And that means that in your ad, you need to speak directly to them using you language and then quickly show them that you, <laughs> I'll explain what I mean, that you have what they want. So you, the stylist, want a career opportunity. We, the salon, have career opportunities. You want an amazing career? We have a step-by-step -step career growth. You want to earn lots of money? We have opportunities to earn lots of money. Uh, you want flexible work environment? We have flexible work environment. Does that make sense? We've got to change and turn the tables. And rec remember that recruitment isn't a once and done. Like, I think there are two challenges that we have here when we're trying to recruit is that we can't sell a secret. I see too many people posting at once on social media and think that I've told the world that I'm advertising. Well, newsflash, nobody knows that you're hiring. If you're not talking about your business, guess what? Nobody else is. You can't sell a secret. And this is meaning that you need to be promoting and hiring in all of the places, yes, all of the time. So everywhere, people ask me, should I advertise on Seek? Should I put it on my website? Do I need it on socials? Should I put it on Instagram? And the answer is yes, 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 all of the places. And when I say all of the time, I mean all of the time, not once she's resigned and you're already desperate, but all year long, you'll be recruiting annually. Like if you look back over the years of your business, you are always recruiting somebody at some point. So why, does it, why is it a surprise when she resigns and you suddenly go, oh my God, I have to recruit. I reckon it's a three-month cycle to recruit from beginning to end. So why wait now, get ahead of the game and start now? All right, let's do a bit of a recap. We've talked about some of the, the five things, in fact, that we've talked about, the five mistakes that you're making when you're approaching recruitment. And the first is that we're not effectively communicating our team, vibe and tribe and showing the world who we are as a personality. People want to come and belong to a tribe that looks, feels and vibes just like them. We're not sharing the mission and the vision of the business and telling people about why we're here, where we're going and what we're doing. We're still trying to lay the responsibility of our business growth on potential team members. We're still expecting team members to come in and have their own clientele to bring and um, or laying the responsibility on them to grow their own clientele. This just builds a business built on like a house of cards. This is not a way to future-proof our business. We've got to stand up and build a brand that we can then attract people to serve our brand clients. We need to talk about our career pathways, the opportunity that we lay out for them step by step, how they can grow through and develop their career, not just for one or two years, but the long term. And we seed that right from the beginning. And finally, we can't sell a secret. We're not sharing the news enough. We're not once and done, post once on social media, 
uh, we've got to be recruiting always. So I hope this checklist has been super valuable for you. Um, to grab the checklist is in the show notes of this episode. So if you come to www.salonownerscollective to this particular episode, five mistakes you're making when you're hiring and click the link, grab the checklist. I hope it's been super valuable for you when it comes to hiring and growing your team because let's face it, we're nothing without a team. We can't grow without a team. We need a strong team by our sides. So when the business moves, and grows that we can remain in control of the driver's seat instead of always having to hop back on the floor when somebody does leave. We really do want to have a team that is productive and happy who will stay the course and build a strong career pathway for the future. Um, with a strong team in our business, we can tackle kind of almost anything that gets thrown at us, the challenges that get thrown in our direction. And there's always some when we're a business owner. So it's time to start prioritizing who we want to work for us and making it happen, doing it just a little bit different than we have been. So if I can do it, if I can help others do it, then I know that you can do it. And I'm here to help you every step of the way. So grab the checklist. And I also wanted to say, if you want to scale up your business over the next couple of months, and if you're looking to grow your team and take your team to the next level, uh, attract awesome and become a great employer brand, then right now I'm looking to work for a couple of salon owners who want to grow their business. And I mean fast. I only work with a certain type of salon owner though, of course. So let me take you through that. If you have a team of four or more, maybe seven or even more, and you're already smashing seven or eight K a week or more, <laughs> and you're more than ready to step up into your role of becoming a real salon CEO in your business, rather than just another day of fully booked on the floor and this is when business becomes overwhelming and stressful. You want to grow your team and you want to grow a sustainable business that's not centered all around you, a successful, predictable business that works without you. Not that you're necessarily going to be sitting on the beach in Fiji, although I'd love to be able to do that too, but it is not focused around you. It doesn't rely upon you. You're willing to be open, coachable, put the right strategic systems in place in your business. And you're a massive action taker. In 90 days from now, things could be completely different. And a year from now, life and business could be better than you'd imagined. So let's chat. I'll ask you a couple of questions. Maybe we can chat Messenger. And let's make sure that we're a good fit and that I can help. If we feel like we're a good fit to work together, we'll hop on a phone and have a chat. And I can tell you a little bit about Salon Mastery. We'll take it from there. All right. Thanks for joining me on this episode today. I look forward to tuning in to your earbuds again, same time, same place next week. Ciao for now. Thanks for joining me on another episode of the podcast. Tune in every week as I reveal the latest insights and advice on what it takes to truly master your inner salon CEO and master your salon success. Subscribe to the Salon Owners Collective podcast on iTunes or Spotify or visit us online at www.salonownerscollective.com. But make sure to join me in my Facebook group for answers to common questions and much, much more. Thanks for listening and I look forward to tuning in with you again next week.